0: the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Chair to Leaders. I'm here with my good friend, Danny Smith. Glad you're joining us this week. And it is March. Danny, how are you? I am good, Ben. How are you doing? We're doing well. It's been crazy, but this is my absolute favorite time of the year. Yes. March madness is upon us. I am basketball driven person i i I tell people that i love basketball the lord just didn't engineer me to play basketball it's my favorite sport i love watching so this is the kind of the time of year when i am like let's go we're gonna watch games it's tournament time when we're recording this and my team is doing well this year so it's been a good season for march madness it's
0: a lot of fun i absolutely i'm right there with you love this time of the year my All my kids play basketball, and uh, again, I love it. Wasn't quite engineered the same way. I'm just, uh, I'm not coordinated enough to run and dribble and shoot and all that stuff, but I sure love it. It's the only time of the year you can see a team that you've never heard of play another team that you never heard of to get a chance to go into this major tournament and find yourself sitting on the edge of your seat just rooting for one of these teams and underdogs and upsets, seventy. One of the the weird times of life, we can say that person's a Cinderella and it does not sound weird. So absolutely love the college (laughs) basketball season and March Madness.
1: That's right. And college basketball, our alma mater, CBC, who is a sponsor of this show, their team actually won their conference championship a couple weeks ago. So go Mustangs. Danny, tell them about our sponsor.
0: Yeah, we want to give a shout out to those Mustangs. They did a great job. And CBC offers a college degree to those that need a college degree but don't have the time. Their PACE college degree program in Conway, uh, Arkansas, has a proven in-class online or hybrid course format and multiple degrees to fit your busy schedule. Central Baptist College understands you can't quit your full-time job, which is why they have developed a flexible format that has helped adults for 20 years to earn their degree uh, while working full-time. So here's how you get started. Visit cbc.edu online apply for admission or request a virtual meeting and a personal enrollment counselor is going to help you enroll in the classes that you need. So visit cbc.edu slash online today so that you can get started on that degree. You can reach your goals. You can become a better chair to leader. You can become a better leader or just more equipped for whatever you're doing in life. And again, congratulations to those Mustangs on
1: winning their conference tournament. That's right. The good start to the March madness. You know, we used to do a lot of fun stuff around march madness in our church office we had staff we would always do the brackets do y'all do the brackets we do we do
0: you know we do those with our family uh my wife i tell people i kind of married the the perfect woman she loves college basketball so uh my three kids my wife and i we fill out brackets we do that Uh, of course we lost it last year so this will be the first year at the church that i'm at
1: now uh, that we'll do the brackets but oh you bet we love that yeah we do uh, we've always had like an in our office competition. I, we're going, we haven't done it the last couple of years. Last year, obviously, because the tournament didn't happen, and this we didn't do it a couple of years before that. I think one of the reasons was we had. We used to do it, it's all for fun, but one of the pastors got up and was making light of it and saying that uh, we had some uh, pool that we had gathered and had got them into some gambling on the brackets. So we had to pause it, and we had to do a lot of explaining in the foyer after church to how uh, we were doing the brackets, but it was all in good fun. But it's a great time, we had a blast doing it. We had all, everybody in our church office feeling one out one year.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, but you got to word it the right way when you tell people about that. Uh, what do you mean the pastors are gambling? And that may be another chair two leader uh, piece of advice for whatever chair you're in. Don't gamble. Yeah, Especially. we were not
1: gambling. <laughs> we might have bought lunch for the person who won, but we never gambled. That's right. Anything, Nobody
0: put so. some money in a in a pot and all that good
1: stuff. Although we did put money in the offering plate, but not in a pot. Well, that's a for, good thing. So as long as you we, don't use
0: that said offering plate for. Uh, you know, buying the lunch and stuff (laughs) like that. So it's a fun time of the year and it is, I think it's a great time to, uh, for a church staff, uh, to really just, uh, take, take one of these things because it just so captures. And I think this year is going to be even bigger just because we didn't have it last year. It just captures, uh, the people in our community. Um, I think I read, several years ago about the lost productivity that employers have on that first Thursday and Friday of the tournament. And it's just, again, tons of fun. And so, yeah, I think it's just good for church staff, uh, church members, um, you know, just to enjoy and take something that, you know, the the culture at large is doing and, and just have a little fun with that and use that maybe even as an opportunity to, to draw closer together as a staff or just as chair to leaders,
1: other pastors in your area. It's a great time of the year to do that. Yeah, I think people like it as well because there's always that underdog story. There's always someone who you don't expect to win. They should go out first round, but they end up making it to the Elite Eight or sometimes to the Final Four. And you're just like, is this little guy going to, you know, is the David going to fe- defeat Goliath in the college basketball world?
0: Yeah, and when you're filling out a bracket, you know this from uh, probably doing that yourself. You're like, which team am I thinking is going to be that underdog who just wrecks the rest of my bracket? Who's What is that? A bracket buster? Is that what they call that?
1: Bracket buster. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you always gotta, gotta think about that. And, uh, you know, we don't want to spiritualize too many of those things, but, uh, in church leadership, there's a uh, probably another episode. We could talk about bracket busters. Maybe, I don't know in, in the church world, what would be a bracket buster? I don't, I'm trying to think, I it, but, know. but see, that's a good thing for the team. Not a good thing for your bracket. So maybe there is no correlation there.
1: (laughs) Maybe not. Well, I think. Well, let's talk a little bit about the madness of March because this is the time of year when you know winter is is ending. We're moving into the springtime. Spring break is just around the corner, uh, depending on how your district is doing that this year with COVID, but really summer planning is, what's not already completed is in full swing. And so there's kind of this rush right now in ministry to get things planned, to get them on the table. We're experiencing that. It's like who all can do what and who can announce what, when, because there's kind of this madness time period getting everything started and relaunched for summer this year.
0: It really is. That's kind of one of the things that we're dealing with. Is uh, you know you have your typical March madness of okay, summer's coming. Uh, you know you're thinking of all those events, and you know you probably have had them on the calendar for a while, but maybe in earnest now you're you're actively recruiting people and and doing things for that. But you know add into the fact that like for us we are we're just now getting people back on campus. Uh, we had our largest attendance back um, in a year uh, this past Sunday. Uh, I think you're right. I think people are ready to move out of winter. They're ready to move out of pandemic. They're trying to get into a mode of getting back to some type of, we don't use the phrase a normal, uh, getting back to normal. Uh, We're using the phrase back to something more familiar, just because there are elements that we're not bringing back. And uh, we may talk about that sometime, but I know that madness is going, okay, hey, who do we have back? Who is ready to engage in ministry? Now that we haven't done some of these things in a year, um, what is Vacation Bibles going to look like? What are those mission trips going to look like? What are those
1: discipleship times going to look like now that I've got more people back on the playing field, so to speak? People are coming out of that pandemic. They've not done something for so long. So there's going to be this excitement. We experienced this, and I talked to a couple other pastors this week, this last Sunday even. There was a, almost the Easter-like feeling this last week. Weather was better. People were getting more comfortable. The vaccine's rolling out. So there's this excitement already Um, coming back to the church campus. So I think we have this time period right here where we're going to be busy really planning things down the road, but there's an excitement right now we can capitalize on to engage them for that ministry down the road. Yeah, I I, I agree.
0: And Ben, where you guys are at, and I think that's a great, uh, what you said about sort of an Easter feel, uh, you know, just sort of a a real excitement there. Where you're at, uh, when you think about summer, uh, on a, uh, you know, normal, cause you've been at that church, you know, 20 years. So obviously the last year we can, we can throw out hopefully as a, uh, you know, standalone type thing, but house, how far in advance do you typically plan? So summer, 2021, if things over the last two to three years had been normal, um, what, what would that have looked like? When would y'all have stuff on the books? When would you have started recruiting for that training for that? Really putting pen to paper on things.
1: Typically, we operate for big dates, camps, uh, ministries. We kind of already have them on the calendar a year out. So it's like student camps, kids camp, vacation, Bible school. We put them on the calendar The when we're done with an event. We put the next year's event on the calendar most years everything's different this year so we're we don't really have that before us so we're usually trying on the big events to keep them a year out at least kind of penciled in they may move if need be or because of circumstances um, the other we try to do at least six months out of having them on the calendar of planning and and making sure we've got the things we need then three months in we're strong into the recruiting and it depends on the event too because some events require a longer term right now we are uh, because camps have kind of been uncertain and still are to some degree we have all our camps going Uh, we're recruiting and advertising for our vacation bible school that's going to be the first of june um, and so we are, and then we're looking at fall for missions projects, admission teams, and those kind of things. So we're already planning those out, and probably on the mission side, we're a little bit behind the eight ball. You would might say I'm a little late in the planning, but it's still real uncertain whether or not we're going to be able to travel, get back in the U.S., what all is going to be going. So it's hard to plan those out much further at this point. So we try to stay at the big events a year out smaller events six months to three months depending on the event and how many people and how much planning goes into those events
0: so I think that's a good rule of thumb when you think about that year out um, and then that kind of six months three months time frame and so March really falls into that you're three to six months out from some of your major events um, definitely trying to plan so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of madness in this time of the year because you've got Easter which is a big deal. You got summer coming up. You're going to try to have Mother's Day in between that. Um, You know, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear uh, from some guys that are, are helping plan some of that from the second chair that I think will be really, really helpful. But it's easy to get overwhelmed. So kind of back to the brackets, that's a great way to just take a moment and breathe and enjoy life a little bit because it can get overwhelming.
1: It can. And you've got to make sure you're in during this time period when you're doing so much planning, everything is building up, everything's ramping up towards summer, that you are taking time personally to relax, to uh, uh, build yourself. Um, Maybe that's not the best terminology, but to provide some of that recreation that allows you to rest and to have that time where you can allow your body to relax, just You need to be able to clear your brain so some of the i think provides a little bit of distraction it can become dangerous it can become too much if you're not careful yeah that's exactly right and it's a great time too
0: to connect with people on something that is really uh takes any type of fear out of it you know if you've got people that are not church this is a great time of the year to really connect with them because they're probably filling out a bracket and uh, there's opportunities to uh, go to lunch at Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. And uh, they're not a sponsor, but I did uh, mention them. Uh, to be able to uh, connect with people who are unchurched, de for whatever reason, this is a great time of the year. So it's easy to go, okay, I've got summer, I've got Easter, I've got all this stuff coming up. Oh, but wait a minute. I also have this major event happening that from a a stay-at-home mom to a super busy person they're, they're getting a bracket filled out. So it's just really a connecting point for a lot of people. So it's easy to get overwhelmed, but it's also an opportunity uh, to say, hey, how can I use this to connect with people maybe that aren't church, don't know Christ? And um, if you're on a church staff and you're new, this is a great chance to get to know those guys.
1: Yeah. Spring also brings with it the, the time period when I see a lot of, um, if you want to call it the March Madness, of people becoming a little bit more antsy, but they've been cooped up in the winter. And so we see emotions and um, get a little bit more public. People tend to have more issues at home. Emotions are more driven. uh, Explosions, those kind of things happen. I remember when I was in college, uh, they would always warn us in the spring semester when I was doing student services, and they would say, um, in the spring, be be careful because it's in the spring that sap rises. It's when all the problems start happening. People get more antsy. They're, they're ready to get outside. They're doing stuff. And that's when people's, maybe their guard gets down. Um, and they, they don't pay attention to things they should, or they get more lackadaisical and doing the things that they should. So we got to make sure we're, we're aware of it and be aware that the people around you may be having some of those emotional type issues this, this season as well. They've been cooped up, they're ready to get free. Uh, and so there may be more emotional responses in the coming days as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with that. People are, uh, yeah, they're tired of dealing with everything that's been going on over the last year. And now that, uh, you know, vaccines and now that weather's better, yeah, it tends to bring out, uh, that go-getter attitude, which is great, but also it's emotionally charged and certainly have to be careful about it. People want to get stuff done. And uh, yeah, it's a great time to really emphasize unity and community with your group, with your staff, with your family, uh, just being on the same page with all that. Plus, it's also maybe that nice two or three month stretch where you might have some of your best attendance at church before the summer travel hits. So utilizing this time that, yes, it's overwhelming, but there's opportunities there. We want to be Uh, careful uh, how we deal with folks and make sure that we recognize the anxiety that still goes on, the emotional charge. But uh,
1: Ben, you know, go ahead. I think we may see more of that this spring because especially the attendance, I think in the next few weeks, people who've been cooped up, they're going to get more comfortable coming out. So they're going to be coming back to church in the next few weeks. So we need to be aware that, hey, there's going to be a lot of people who've been pent up at home or they've stayed at home or they've not been engaged. This is a great time to get them engaged So look for those opportunities.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's a time to be creative, you know, to be able to go, Hey, uh, you know, normally we would be doing this, but again, like you mentioned, uh, maybe there's some mission stuff that's not going to work out or be planned or just know about, um, what can you do to be creative to still get those people plugged in? So maybe you normally go I know you go to Armenia quite a bit. Uh, what can, what can you do different if you're not gonna be able to make that trip this fall? What can you do creatively to say these These people normally go. I still want to use them. I still want to do something missionally with them. And yeah, just creativity. That's the beauty of it all. You know, as we kind of get into this time of the year, it's time to just almost remember, you know what? We get to do ministry. And even though people might be emotionally cranky, I heard a guy one time said, people are kind of crispy this time of the year. The sap rises, however we want to phrase it. But at the same time, this is a fun time to actually plan, think ministry, and I think it's even more fun now after the year that we've had.
1: Yep, and look for that one shining moment. You know, if you're a basketball oh, yes. fan, yes. So at the end of the tournament, what they do is always that. There's the compilation of the whole, all the the last minute shots from the tournament and all those things. And they play that one shining moment song. It's all the feel good. Oh, so great! Man, it's a great. Yes, it is to the to the tournaments. Yes, it and is. Look for that in your ministry. Look for that one shining moment that you can you can point out and say, look, here's what God is doing. Here's what God has done. Even maybe from the COVID time period, what's the shining moment that we can put before our people that has happened in their lives in our church in those things. So look for that, that shining moment in the coming days. It's a good basketball segue. Hey, I
0: like it. I like it. So speaking, you know, you said your team, you're a Razorback fan. Go Hogs. They are playing some great basketball. I'm a Georgia fan and so basketball is typically not our strong suit. It could be argued that we fall short in just about every sport that we play, but I'm i I'm excited for those Razorbacks. My wife is a diehard Razorback fan. So when you guys uh, next week rolls around, uh, of course, this week we watched the, uh, you know, the sec tournament, but uh, we uh, next week, when the major, do you do any special food? Do you have a special tournament food
1: you like? We don't necessarily, I don't know that I have a specific tournament food. You know, in Arkansas, it's odd to me, but we always do barbecue. Yeah. It seems like, the. you know, because it's pork barbecue, but we're the Razorbacks, so it's like we're eating our own mask. I don't know. It's always been odd to me, but we still eat barbecue.
0: That's right. Um,
1: so maybe that's it. Yeah. but Just something so, on the
0: grill, you know. Yeah, and so uh... if you
1: were going to a game, what would be your favorite stadium, a basketball arena food that you're going to get at the concession stand?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. It uh, You know, I'm kind of simple. So now if we were talking baseball stadiums, I think I might would have a, a much different answer for you. Uh, I love good buttered popcorn. It's just, to me, it's really hard to beat. Um, you know, I will say when we went to, uh, we were living in Wyoming, we went quite a few Wyoming cowboy basketball games. Uh, they had some really good tacos that they had. It was one of the local places. It was almost like a food truck. Uh, So that was really good. I'll, I'll step up from the buttered popcorn, but again, it's hard for me to beat a good bucket of
1: popcorn. Yep, that's good. Get you some popcorn this week. Man, go out in ministry and look for those shining moments. Don't let the madness of March drive you crazy in ministry. Have some fun with the people around you in ministry. Have some fun with the people in your congregation, your family. It's a great time of year to do that and capitalize on the excitement that's going on in our culture. I I sense it here. I think it's going on other places that people are just kind of excited to get back to life as normal. Um, So let that be just a challenge for you. Maybe a little bit different episode this week. Um, And so just have some fun with it and encourage you to just keep looking forward as we go through March Madness.
0: Well, Ben, that's definitely a great word of advice. Let's enjoy this time of the year. Let's capitalize on people's excitement, even if it's emotionally charged. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chair Two Leaders. Uh, It was a fun time to talk a little basketball, a little ministry. I just would encourage you, if you don't mind, to like and to subscribe and feel free to share this uh, wherever you're listening. Uh, We appreciate you and uh, just wanna let you know the next few weeks, we've got some great, great great, uh, guests uh, that will be coming on to encourage you and help you. But thanks again for listening. You've been listening to Chair Two Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.